What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Swanee Speaks Up Show with your favorite life coach, Swanee. Y'all know we about to run these plays. I appreciate y'all tapping in with me each week, each and every week. Y'all are the realest of the realest MVPs. Y'all deserve a hand clap for that. Appreciate all the shares. Appreciate y'all tuning in. I appreciate the reviews. All of the feedback that y'all giving me, we just going to keep coming and giving y'all with that smoke. We're going to hit y'all with it each and every week. You dig? So for this week, ladies and gentlemen, we got a movie breakdown. So it's movie night. Yeah, movie night. So uh, we're going to break down this movie called ATL. ATL Shouty. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies. So let me hit y'all with the breakdown real quick before I go ahead and get into it like that. So the movie ATL, just got to do my little Google search real quick. So the about section says there's four working class teenagers live in an Atlanta neighborhood where hip hop music rules and the coolest place to hang out is the local roller skating rink. As the friends look forward to new horizons after high school, they face challenges on and off the rink that bring them about turning points. I'm sorry, that bring, I'm sorry, that bring about turning points in their lives. So this was a, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but you know, I used to watch it every time it came on and I actually used to have the movie uh, back in the day was on DVD. So I have a pretty good recollection of the movie and how it broke down, but in a nutshell, these are the characters in the movie. So you had Lauren London that played Nunu. You had the rapper T.I. that played Rashad. You had uh, Yvonne Ross that played Ant. And I'm just going to read the other people that's on the front page because I ain't going into depth like that. Uh, you had Big Boy that played Marcus. He was the, the drug dealer. Uh, Jackie Long played Esquire, the brother that was aspiring higher for higher things in life. And then you had, I believe it was the two twins with April Clark and Malika Hack. So then you had uh, Jason Weaver played Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, Teddy, he was the one that, he was like a super, super senior. Yeah, I think he was like 21 or something like that and was still in high school. But yeah, but anyway, movie's pretty dope. Uh, like I said, you know, the, the whole premise about it was around... Uh, the uh, the skating rink. Those guys like to go skating a lot. Um, Rashad, he was one of the star members. He was one of the star people in the the movie. And Rashad, he he was the older brother of Aunt. You know, they were two brothers, and they lived with the uh, Uncle George, Uncle George, and Uncle George essentially took them in when they were kids after. Um, their parents passed in an accident, in a car accident. So they had been living with them ever since. And uh, so in this movie, you have T.I. that he's working part-time. He's working part-time as a custodian. And he's doing the same thing. Now, T.I., basically, he's this older brother. And he's taking on kind of like a, a a surrogate father role, almost, if you will. Now, he's the responsible one. You know, he's working, he's going to school. 
He's about to graduate this year. You know, he got his crew of friends, which is uh, Esquire, Teddy, and uh, what's the New York guy's name? I forgot what his name was. I pulled him up too because he was on the Brooklyn. That was his name. So these three guys hung out all the time. They were best friends or whatever. So they kicked it. They had their little crew with the ATL when they went to the uh, in the ATL when they went to the skating rink. And so Ti, he was a guy that he was a guy. That, like I said, he was responsible. He always like he always. Uh, making sure things were taken care of around the house, you know, he was saving up his money to make sure that, you know, for the rainy day, if you will. And his younger brother decides that he wants to get involved in, in selling drugs. He, he, he's, selling, he's selling this little weed or whatever. And he, he, he now first off, let, now let, let me preface this first off, because he don't look nothing at all like a tough guy. He don't look nothing at all like a the D boy that you would be thinking of. You know, he was really just somebody that wanted to make a little extra bread or whatever. So he started selling weed. But before we even get to that point, ah oh man, because this is a, this is an interesting movie. Uh, you got Ti and Nunu. No, no, matter of fact, let's go to Nunu first. Let's go to Nunu. So Nunu, she's playing this role of, <laughs> it appears that she's from the neighborhood, but she's really not. She's actually a very wealthy younger, well, her father's wealthy, father's wealthy. Uh, his name was John Garnett, and he was a wealthy businessman, and she's his daughter. Now, we don't find this out until later on in the movie, so remember that. But let's just go back. Now, T.I. and the guys, they're going around, they're kicking it. They, you know, they're going to the parties, they're going to the skating rink and this, that, and the third. And there was a scene where uh, the guys would go to a party and Lauren London, Nunu, her, she's there and the twins are there. And, you know, she's she been kind of shooting the looks to the Rashad throughout the movie at this point, you know, they're kind of catching eye contact. It looked like they're pretty much feeling each other. So they get to this party now and they, they actually start dancing. It's then the third and you could tell that, you know, they're kind of feeling each other or whatever. So, you know, they, it's the period they start kicking it. They start kicking it, doing their thing or whatever. And, <laughs> and Esquire, He's working out at the golf course. Now he come, he coming all the way from he ought to coming all the way from the hood, going out to the golf course, and that's where he works at. He works out at the golf course, and he is he's essentially acting like he's from that area, from a well-to-do area. But he's so he has to actually he has to lie about where he's actually from, and the reason he lied is because. He's trying to get a letter of recommendation to a certain school, but he can't, he doesn't, he's ashamed to let people know where he's actually from because it could hurt his chances, right? So, yeah, that, that's his situation. Now, you got Teddy over here. Teddy is straight up ATL. Proud of it, ain't ashamed of it. Like I said, he's a super senior, a 
think they said he was like 21 years old or something like that at some point, but they were clowning him before that. But 21-year-old man still in high school, and yeah, he, he straight up ATL. Now, Brooklyn, he's from New York. He's from New York. And they, they actually had him and T.I. clowning each other at one, one scene. And he was like, uh, what was he saying? He was like, you know, why, why you always calling me shouty? You always calling me shouty. I'm taller than you. You calling me shouty. And then, and then Rashad came back. And I think, what was he saying? He was saying, uh, man, why, why everybody in New York got to say son? You know, money. B, all that, you know, and so they were just, they were cracking on each other as far as like the uh, lingo and whatnot. And, um, but yeah, Brooklyn, he was working at this job. He was working at this job and <laughs> he got fired. He got fired. The dude was like saying, no, get out of here. You fired. You fired. He like took off his, took off his, uh, I think it was his apron and threw it at him or something. And he just walked off and it was a funny. Yeah, look, y'all need to go back and watch it. Y'all, y'all hear me breaking it down. Y'all need to go back and watch it if you've never seen it before. But yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. So um, now, now I'm gonna actually do a little breakdown. Y'all know how I like to do in the in the past. What I've done is I break down the word "run the play." The words "run the play," but tonight I'm just gonna do play. So what I'm gonna do with play is I'm gonna use that word as an acronym. And what it's going to stand for is P is going to be for peace. The L will be for loyalty. The A is for authenticity. And the Y is for yearn. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about different instances in this movie where they identified some peace. They identified loyalty. They showed authenticity and they showed yearning. Now, when I think of the piece in the movie, I would say the the true piece that I saw in the movie was from Rashad when he was skating. So whenever Rashad was skating, you know, it appeared that that was kind of like his safe space. You know, you know, to get away from everything and get away from all the issues, whatever it is he was going through. It just seemed like when he was on those skates, it just seemed like that's when he was at his most peaceful in the movie. You know, you could just tell. You could tell that like he he was kind of troubled. But whenever he was in, <laughs> on that rink, he was good. He was straight. He was just man. He was in his own zone. It's kind of like it's kind of like when you see like one of the the basketball players, like when you see. When you think of like KD or something, or one of these superstars on the court, and they go out here and they hooping or whatever, and they can get lost in the game and they're not really even thinking about nothing else around them. It just seemed like there was just this calmness, this this peace, this tranquility when he just, you know what I'm saying, gliding on the skates. He in his own world. You know, he could just have some headphones on and, and just be gliding and wouldn't be paying attention to nothing. And, you know, that's a dope place to be. That peace is nothing like it when you can just experience that and just continue to just flow and do your thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what I'm saying. But it, this is that peace it's where you can just get like it's something is when you're doing something that you love, you truly love and you can just get lost in it. And you just, you know, doing your thing, you know, you just forget about everything around you. It's a beautiful thing, beautiful thing. 
Uh, so the loyalty, the the loyalty in this movie, man, that, that's actually a tough one when I think about it because, you know, there were a handful of instances. There was a handful of instances where there was kind of disloyalty in a way. But one thing, one one I will point to is is after Ti found out that Esquire knew that Nunu was John Garnett's daughter. After they found out and T.I. basically said he didn't want to be cool with Esquire anymore. After that, Teddy, Teddy in Brooklyn, basically they set it up to have Esquire meet up with T.I. And, you know, they were saying like, look, man, we cool, man. We boys. You know, we boys, man. We like a dynasty. Can't nobody touch us. And so basically, Brook, I would say Brooklyn and uh Brooklyn and what's his name? Teddy. They showed some loyalty to the friendship because they knew I. Right, yeah, he knew her. Whatever, man. He knew it. But he had he he had his reasons. You know, they didn't actually say this, but I knew it was kind of like an undertone. They, yeah, he knew her. He knew who she was. He didn't say nothing. I'm sure he had his reasons, though. I'm sure he had his reasons. So I would say that Teddy in Brooklyn displayed the Brooklyn. The, I'm sorry, not the Brooklyn. Displayed the uh, the honesty and the the true loyalty in that movie because they actually brought them together and was trying to patch up their friendship because they knew it was important to them. So I get a loyalty to them guys. Uh, now authenticity. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy again. Teddy, man, you out here doing your thing today, brother. Yeah, you getting it all today, man. Yeah. So I'll give it to Teddy. He, he, man, that man was as authentic as they come. He wasn't trying to be nothing else. I mean, I said it before. He wasn't trying to be nothing else. Wasn't ashamed of where he was from. Wasn't ashamed of who he is. He, yeah, he was as authentic as they came. So I got to give it to him. Now, the why for yearn. Now, I wasn't familiar with this word, but just for those that are not familiar with the term yearn, this is what we gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do for y'all. This is what we gonna do. We gonna give it a Google search. Y'all with that? Can we do that? Yeah, let's give it a Google search. So the word, the term yearn, to have an intense feeling of longing for something, typically something that has lost or been separated from. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read that one more time. The term yearn to have an intense feeling of longing for something, typically something that has lost, I'm sorry, typically that one has lost or been separated from. Hmm. Hmm. See, that's tough. That's tough. Because there, there were a few people I could point to in that regard, but I have to say, I'd have to say it was it was Rashad. You know, he he showed that in this movie because when I think of how that definition just breaks down, you know, just from the aspect of something that has been lost or separated from, I think about him losing his parents in a car accident and how you can see that 
he said so there was a point in the movie when he said that um after he got into it with uncle george his uncle george so there was a part of the movie where his little brother aunt had gotten arrested for selling weed and his 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 plug his plug on the weed that was big boy's (laughs) character um he he actually picked him up and bailed him out and took him home. And then when T.I. saw him, he was ready to he was ready to tell him to get out the car and throw hands. Now that didn't end up happening, but they ended up going in the house. And T.I. ended up flexing his little brother up on the couch. And then he ended up getting into it with his uncle George. You know, they kind of went word for word or whatever. And, you know, so they kind of said, you know, some harsh words were exchanged. And um you know, I want to say it was the following scene when T.I. was saying to Nunu, um, he was saying that he just tired of being lied to. And, you know, and, and you, I could see this look in his eye. I was kind of like, man, you know, after that encounter with Uncle George and saying, you know, he'd been handling things since he was 15 and that's his dad's house. And, you know, you could see like, man, that it, it, it kind of hurt him to say it a little bit. And in the next scene, you can see when he said, I'm tired of being lied to, you know. Now, I don't know what the relationship with the parents were. They didn't get into all that in the movie, you know, because the movie can only tell so much of the story. But you could just tell from the look in his face. It's like, man, I'm tired of being lied to, man. You know what I mean? Now, now I don't know if, if the lie, had, you know, came from his Uncle George and, you know, or whatever the case may be, but you can just tell, like, man, it, he was really, he really wanted something, you know, and the separation from, and the thing that had been lost was his parents. So you could tell that he was just longing for, I don't know if it was, you know, some kind of normalcy or was some kind of consistency as far as love, as far as uh, nurturing. I don't know what it was that he may have been looking for, but I had to get that to him because you could definitely tell that he was just upset and he just wanted some some form of normalcy. He was tired of being lied to. You know, he was tired of things that was going on. So I definitely had to get that to him. And, you know, one thing I would have to say about this movie, you know, it, it was a representation kind of kind of how I grew up, you know, in the neighborhood that I grew up in. It was, you know, so something I could definitely relate to. You know, it was, you know, being an older brother, I could relate to that for sure. You know, having a little a little brother that you kind of feel like you got to look out for. You know, I could definitely understand that. You know, so it's, it's definitely a relatable movie for myself. You know, it was uh, it's been a while since I saw it. Like I said, but you know, every time it comes on, I'm tuned in. Like I seen it for the first time, just because you know it's really one of those movies that I could just you know really truly relate to. You know, and you know, I got a question for y'all, and I want y'all to think about it. I want y'all to truly think about this. So, when you're when you're experiencing life, and you have friends, you know, you have friends that are looking out for you. You know, they want to keep they want to keep the friendship together. Um. Is there ever a point in your life with any friends that you've had 
where you truly just felt like you were outgrowing them and you just had to separate yourself from them for a while because you just felt like, man, this, this I'm truly outgrowing these people, man. You know, it, nothing wrong with them. You just truly feeling like the friendship has run its course. You know, I want y'all to think about that because, you know, I struggled with that in the past. And you want to know something about that that helped me not struggle so much? It's this book called Honor Your Path. Oh, y'all thought I was going to forget to get that bad boy in there. Shout out to that sponsor. Honor Your Path, the 31-day journey towards your desired greatness. Ladies and gentlemen, too often we tend to struggle with an identity crisis. Who am I? Why am I here? And what's my purpose? Struggle no more. Honor Your Path is the book you want to read to answer these pressing questions that you have. This book is a 31-day self-assessment that provides thought-provoking, sorry, thought-provoking challenges and exercises to encourage self-reflection and inspire you to make your necessary life changes. It's a great accountability tool for anyone looking to master certain areas of their lives, personally as well as professionally. Let's make sure to start your transformation today, ladies and gentlemen. So we just got it in. ATL shouted. Movie night. Movie night. We back in the building. It's been a, it feel like it's been a minute. I don't know why. It just feel like it's been a minute since I've been on this mic, but it's all good. I'm back on it. You know what I'm saying? So we getting back to it. You know what I'm saying? So once again, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all pulling up. We had a quick little breakdown this evening, but I'm going to tell y'all something. Tell y'all something. I'm about to give me some sleep in a minute because I've been pulling a late one. It's been some long days this week. So, hey, make sure y'all send up a prayer for your boy because I need to get some slate. You understand me? But one thing I do know, once again, I appreciate each and every one of y'all. Keep tuning in. Keep sending me them reviews. Make sure that y'all send the reviews on iTunes, though. iTunes specifically. Set, put, the, put those bad boys on iTunes. Let me know what I can get better at. Let me know what y'all want to hear me talk about. Let, let me know what kind of guests y'all want me to have on the show. You know, just give me some kind of feedback and let me know how I can improve so that I can get better for you guys so that we can continue to learn, grow, and strengthen each other. Y'all know iron sharpens iron, so we got to make sure that we stand solid out here. You dig that? All right, all right. Well, I don't really have too much more for y'all this evening. So, I'll say this. I'm about to be out. But check this out. Check this out. Y'all, y'all, check this out, man. Some beautiful things going on for your boy. I don't want to tell y'all too soon, but you know, it's definitely some stuff I got going on, man. Potential sponsors coming up in the future. I ain't gonna tell y'all too much yet because you know, I'm still still putting it together. But you know, some big things coming up. Big things coming up for your boy and the talk show. We finna get it in most definitely. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to get up out of here and give me a little sleep. I'm going to holler at y'all next week. Peace.